This episode from the life of Sherlock Holmes will be transmitted to our men and women overseas by short waves and through the worldwide facilities of the Armed Forces Radio Service. Petri Wine brings you... Nigel Rathbone and Nigel Bruce and the new adventures of Sherlock Holmes. The Petri family, the family that took time to bring you good wine, invite you to listen to Dr. Watson tell us another exciting adventure he shared with his good friend, that master detective, Sherlock Holmes. And if you ask me... The best way to listen to that story is to do it with a glass of port wine right handy. Petri California Port. No kidding, that Petri Port is just swell for any time good friends get together to talk things over. You couldn't ask for a more delicious wine. Why, just looking at the deep, rich red color of that Petri Port tells you that here's a wine with a flavor that comes right from the heart of sun-ripened grapes. If you haven't ever tried Petri Port, why not get a bottle and have a glass after dinner tomorrow night? It's the perfect after-dinner wine, you know. And share that port with your family and your friends. Don't forget, when you serve Petri Port, you can serve it proudly. Because, after all, the name Petri is the proudest name in the history of American wine. And now let's keep our weekly appointment. Good evening, Dr. Watson. Draw up a chair. Thanks. Even half the day in August. Little sheep was like an oven. The glare of the sunlight and the wetness of the house across the street was Mr. Holmes, I'm sure. Uh, won't you come in, gentlemen? Oh, thank you, Miss Cushing. 
May I introduce my friend to the colleague, Dr. Watson? I'm very delighted to know you. Oh, I mean, turn your mind, madam. Won't you come into the parlor, gentlemen? Come on, down the path. 
Yes, he still looks. Knows nothing about it, and therefore can't tell the police. 
Well, she knows everything and doesn't want to mention his name. And you both suppositions correct? Yes, but uh, I don't, I don't understand. Did you ever occur to you, Watson, that there are two Miss S. Cushings, Miss Susan and Miss Sarah? The box was not for Sarah, but Susan opened it by mistake. Yes, but the gentleman who sent it believed that Sarah was still living with Miss Susan Cushing. In that case, it's Sarah must know who the murder is. Right. She understands so well that she's had a complete nervous breakdown. That's what I thought that Miss Cushing said that her sister lived in Wellington. So she did, Watson. So she did. If you want to find out who the murder is, why not go to Wellington? Why drag me off to Liverpool like this in the middle of the night? Because, Watson, I don't need to find out the name of the murderer. I know it. What? No, no. I'm confident that my conclusions are correct. But I've sent the name of the duty party to Inspector Lestrade. Unfortunately, you'll not be able to apprehend the criminal until tomorrow afternoon. Oh, you're talking nonsense. Now, you don't even know who the murdered man and woman are. Right then, Watson, you know rather thought you're wrong. I know who the woman was. Who? Miss Susan Cushing's sister. You saw the sort of female here, Watson, and you saw Miss Cushing's here. With a marked family resemblance. The uh, same broad curve of the upper lobe, the same convolution of the inner cartilage. Well, I'm blessed. Look here, if the package was sent to Sarah, it couldn't have been earlier. Right. Therefore, it must have belonged to the other sister, Mary. And the man's here. Who is he? That's what we've come to Liverpool to find out. Where can we get our information from at this hour of the night? Here you are, sir. This is the hour. <coughs> Good. Wait here for us, will you, Gary? Oh, I'll tell Gary. On inquiries. Watson, the house of Mr. Jim Browner. Oh, no. Yes, yes. Oh, no, no. I know what, I know. Just let me do all the talking, will you? Hello? Anybody home? Who's there? Two gentlemen with a message for Mrs. Browner. I say, home. She's not a girl. Hey, well, then I'll speak to Mr. Browner. He's not a girl, neither. You know why I'm sick? Well, I must speak to someone. The police affair, understand? A matter of light and death. Oh, no, governor. I'll open the door at once. Just stay right there. Now, would you tell the girl that Mrs. Brown has been murdered? No, certainly not. You know that. Here she comes. Oh, step in, gentlemen. Step in. Oh, that relieved when I thought who you want. I thought my idea was then come back again. Jim? What do you mean? Jim, the master, Mr. Brahner. The ship's not due till tomorrow, but after what happened on Tuesday, you never know. And she ain't come back yet neither. The missus, I mean. I wouldn't want to be the one to have to tell him she'd be the wife from home for as long as you did. what you mean. What, um, just what did happen on Tuesday? Tuesday? Why, that was the day the missus went off to New Brighton with that Alex Fairburn. In the master can't abide. Alex Fairburn? Who's he? He's a mate on the master Jervis. Swaggering for Priscilla. I haven't much use for him, I haven't. Miss Sarah, that's Mr. Browner's sister, the one who used to live with us. But it was Miss Sarah that brought him to the house because she knew Mr. Browner had no use for him. Yeah. Well, she did it to irritate Mr. Browner. Yes, she did. She was funny that way. She could take a delight in getting that threat. But it wasn't so Mr. Browner started being sweet for Mrs. But she went on and said. Finally, you told her, Miss Sarah, that is, to kick Mr. Fairburn out of the house, or he'd send her one of his ears for a keepsake. Hmm. Well, he carried on mm. such a terrible mm. loss of his temper. <laughs> but it wasn't a life to that I thought how bad he could be. 
true lovers want to die, that was to be sure. And what happened on Tuesday? Oh, he was terribly exploring, dreaming. If I dare so much as to breathe it to ourselves. But I've been a thinking it over, I have. And I ain't so sure I oughtn't to tell somebody. What with uh, Mrs. Garner not coming home and all. Quite right. Suppose you tell us. Well, it was Tuesday. Mr. Garner had started on his run up to the house that morning. Leastwise, uh, we thought he had. Along about ten o'clock, I see that Mr. Fairburn drive up to the door all smiles and the curly moustache. He don't get out of the cab, just sits there and wipes. And pretty soon, Mrs. Garner comes sitting on the stairs. You're not going out without Mr. Fairburn, are you? If I'm not, what will Mr. Browner do if he finds out? But he won't find out, will he? I'll tell you there's nothing wrong about it. We're just going down to New Brighton for the day. That Mr. Browner? Oh, they'd bother Mr. Browner. Besides, there is right. A woman with a beautiful husband is entitled to a little pleasure now and then. I'll be home by nine in the latest. Oh, I wish you wouldn't do it. I don't trust that Mr. Fairburn. I don't trust him at all. Just before the May Day reached port, 
poor devil. Yes, they found his corpse with a letter beside it in which he confessed to having committed the double murder. It seems that he followed them to New Brighton. It was a hot day and they rented a rowing boat, thinking it would be cool out on the water. There was a haze and Barrow rented another boat. And when they were out of sight off the shore and surrounded by fog, he overtook them, killed them, cut off their ears and sent the boat. I brought you a case of Petri wine. Mm-hmm. And I suggest that we start on it right now with a glass of port. <laughs> and what a wine. Petri wine. You know, that's really good because the Petri family has been making fine wine since the 1800s. For generations, ever since they started the Petri business, the Petri family has been turning luscious California grapes into fragrant, delicious wine. And during all that time, they've been handing on down from father to son and father to son, all their skill and knowledge and experience. The Petri wine you buy today is the result of all that skill and knowledge and experience. That's why you can't go wrong when you choose a Petri wine, because Petri took time to bring you good wine. Now, Dr. Watson, how about a tip on next week's adventure? Well, now, let me see. Next week, I think I'll tell you how Holmes... Broke into the house with Mr. Josiah Emmerle. Well, what was he looking for, Dr. Watson? Bodies, Mr. Emmerle. Two men, bodies. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to a Sherlock Holmes adventure, The Cardboard Box, by Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. The dramatization was by Edith Miser. Mr. Rathbun appeared through the courtesy of Metro-Golden-Mayer and Mr. Bruce through the courtesy of Universal Pictures. Both are now starring in Universal Pictures' Sherlock Holmes series. Tune in this station each week at the same time for further adventures of Sherlock Holmes presented by the Petri Wineries of San Francisco. Try Petri wine and you'll taste the difference because Petri took time to bring you good wine. <laughs>